Now entering Nerdist.com. True it with a guy named Kevin. True it and this other guy Steve. True it from the TV and the movies, and now this podcast straight. True it, they're gonna get chewy. True it, they might even get me. True it, but they're gonna get funky on this podcast thing. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Chewing It. This is Kevin Heffernan on behalf of Steve Lemmy. Thanks for joining us. We had a great week this past week. We were up at San Francisco Sketch Fest, uh, and we'd never been up to the Sketch Fest before, and it was awesome, and we uh, recorded a live podcast there, something uh, else we had never done before. Uh, we were at the Punchline, and we recorded a podcast in front of an audience, uh, which was a blast. It was kind of a mix between doing stand-up and, and, and doing the more intimate stories. Uh, we also did a screening of Super Troopers up there uh, and had a great uh, sold-out screening with a rowdy crowd. So it was a great trip to San Francisco, and we recorded our, our podcast up there live so that you could listen to it. Um, we had a, a, some friends join us, uh, Sam Levine, uh, our old buddy from Club Dread. You know him from Freaks and Geeks and Glorious Bastards, and he came on, and yeah, he's a great guy. He has great stories and, and good jokes and all kinds of stuff. And um, being Super Bowl week, we also had our friend Damon Bruce join us. And uh, Damon hosts a sports radio show in San Francisco, KNBR 1050. Uh, he hosts a show every day there from 12 to 3. And uh, we thought it would be fun to have him on talk about sports leading up to Super Bowl week. And that is actually one of the funnier parts of this podcast because we recorded the podcast before the Super Bowl and now it's airing after the Super Bowl. So you get to see how wildly uh, wrong our predictions were. Uh, I think all of us... We're terribly wrong in what we thought would happen in the Super Bowl, except the expert, except Damon Bruce. So uh, that's kind of fun to listen to that. Um, anyway, I, I think you're going to enjoy it. Uh, it's fun having the, the audience there. Um, so before we go any farther, I got to say this episode of Tune In is brought to you by our friends over at K1 Speed. If you have the need for speed, K1 Speed is the place to race. K1 is America's premier indoor kart racing center in the United States. You can experience the thrills of 100% emissions-free European-style electric go-karts, reaching speeds of 45 miles per hour. High-speed thrills for everyone. So get over to a location near you to feed your need for speed. Open seven days a week. Do yourselves a favor. Find a location near you. You can do that at k1speed.com, or you can hop on the Chewing website. they got a coupon there. You can download it for $5 off on your next racing experience. That's awesome. K1speed.com, thank you. Um, and let's just do some quick plugs for, for, uh, for us. Lemmy and I will be out there a couple places this month, and uh, you should come see us live. We are going to be, this weekend, we are going to be in Syracuse uh, at the Funny Bone. We'll be there February 7th and 8th. Um, so come down, have some laughs, have some drinks. I know it's cold out, but we'll warm you up. And then a couple weeks later, we will be in Jacksonville at the Comedy Zone. Uh, it'll be February 27th, 28th, and March 1st in Jacksonville. Um, and what you can do is go to our website, heffernanlemmy.com. It has all the info for tickets and times and all that stuff. You can just go over there and click on the info. And uh, come join us. Come say hi to us. It's always fun to see people out there and to chew with them. Um, all right, that's it. All the business is done. Let's get to this fun live podcast. 
Hope you enjoy it. Let's chew it. Yeah, what's up, everybody? How's it going? <laughs> Pretty good, right? Mm. This is uh, this is our first live podcast. Yeah, are you nervous? I'm a little nervous. Are you? I'm, I'm a little nervous. Too. Hopefully, we'll be doing okay. Yeah. Do we look nervous? No. We'll be all right, right? Everybody answered that question. This is fucking great. We should make this like a town hall meeting and just <laughs> we talk can. it out. We'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, we do this podcast every week now uh, for Nerdist, and uh, it's called Chewing It, and we try to have you know our friends on there, people we know, have some fun, some laughs, and share some stories, stuff like that. And so we got some great guests here. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna shoot the shit for a while. Does anybody here uh, actually listen to the Chewing It podcast? Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. I love it. Okay. And how many will from now on? Well. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking. Unless about. it sucks. Unless oh yeah. It what, sucks. If it blo- what if it sucks? Yeah. What if we lose? Uh, Listeners, oh shit! I don't think that's possible. Okay, <laughs> we might, we might. You never know. Okay, all right. Should Let's we bring these guys out here? Make it good, Kev. Okay, all right. You guys ready? Let's bring these guests out here. Okay, you guys got to you know applaud for them, make them feel welcome. Okay, um, all right. The first uh, guest we have here is the host of the Damon Bruce Radio Show. He's on KNBR ten fifty. He does the afternoon uh, uh, sports show twelve to three. He also has a national show on CBS uh, radio. And so um, I gave it away when I said the name of a show, right? You may have. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Damon Bruce is here. Damon Bruce. It's Super Bowl week. He's a good guy to have on. Holy fuck, the Super Bowl. We should talk about that. We should probably should. Here, sit next to Lenny yeah, over there. You're next to me. You're next to me. Thank you. I'm going to take you. this guy over here. And let's, let's just get Sammy out too, right? Okay. Oh, you uh, said his name. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Not used to it. All right, he is. Right. You guys saw who it was anyway. All right, our, our, our second guest is a friend of ours. Uh, you know him from many uh, uh, TV shows like Freaks and Geeks. Yeah! Right? You know him from many movies like Inglorious Bastards and Club Dread. Yeah. By the way, can I just say, you're holding... No, no, you, you're holding your microphone exceptionally goofy today. <laughs> really? Yeah. Should I stop doing this? I find, you know, I can't gesticulate like I like to when I hold the microphone. Here's the thing I just want you all to, to notice about Kevin, the way he uses his mic. Like, I'm a normal person. I keep the microphone away from my mouth. Kevin, you'll see, keeps it on his chin. And he holds his microphone with his index finger and thumb and his three fingers out. And his, the microphone is always on his chin. Just keep, it, keep an eye out for that. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. I don't want anyone to miss anything that I say. Your chin is your own mic stand. It is. It is. I like to hold it right there. Keep it where it is. Sorry. Anyway, go on. Don't interrupt my uh, thing here. I'm introducing somebody. Ladies and gentlemen, Sam Levine. Did you mention all his credits? I did, but you were thinking about your own stuff. Hi, Sam. I did. Didn't I mention his credits? Yes. That's the best intro I could have ever asked for. You're right. I With said a sidebar in the middle and I everything. I said, that, yeah, and then the sidebar came yeah. out. That wasn't my fault. No. That did was you say Inglorious Bastards? Oh. Yes. He apparently did. you weren't listening. Okay. Yeah, no, I wasn't. Did I, I wasn't. say Inglorious Bastards? Little Wolverine. Yes, Little Wolverine. Oh, no. You know what? Here, look. What does it say on the upper left in the handwriting on my sheet there? Little Wolverine. Little Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. so. Thank you. So we drove with uh, Bruce Smith, uh, Doug Benson's. Uh, manager on the way here, and he told us that Sam is a big contributor to the Doug, ben- Doug Loves Movies. 
podcast, but they said they call you Little Wolverine. They do. They call me Little Wolverine. Because you're very... Why do they call you that? Well, the actual real answer is one time I did Doug's show and I was a couple days unshaven. Okay. And, and he I, looks like Hugh Jackman. And I grow yeah. really thick uh, mutton chop uh, region, so he said, you look like Little Wolverine. Okay. And, and how big is your, your claws? Uh, uh, well, I have to get angry for them to actually show up. Okay, okay. Uh, we, let me and I had like a... Nerd alert! <laughs> yes? Let me and I had a huge discussion about how we would sit on stage. Oh, yeah. This, the seating here is just not accidental. We have planned this out. Right. Like, we thought the best thing would be for me to sit next to Sam. Yeah. Kind of a size thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I like that I'm between the two of you guys... Because it really emphasizes just right. just like how and you, and under then, a, the average height of an yeah. American male. I this am. is this okay. is like this yeah. is like a McDonald's hamburger right here. Yeah, <laughs> like all bun and not much. Not patty. much. Not yeah. much meat. No, that's fair. That's yeah. completely fair. And then the thing was, uh, 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 Damon, Bruce, and Lemmy would just it is put kosher meat though. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. But don't bump. We figured we put you guys together because I think you guys have like a thing for each other. Kevin is jealous because uh, I think da- Damon and Lemmy have a, fu- a be- thing for each other because he was like, uh, "Yeah, and make sure you talk to Damon or text Damon and just tell him, you know, details for the podcast." And I was like, "Oh, actually, Damon and I uh, spoke yesterday," and he goes, "On the phone." <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, we spoke on the phone," and now he's jealous. He no, thinks- it was cool because I, I had a really busy day today with uh, Giants Fan Fest down at the ballpark. It was right. a big, you know, come back. The season's on and whatnot, and. They asked me if I wanted to do this, and I was like, I don't tell fucking jokes. I don't know why you want me to. Okay, I will. I'm very excited about being able to swear into a microphone, by yeah. the way. Oh, yeah. I don't get you to say, say that on the air. I went right for it. My first monologue, I'm going. Um, do it. Throw out another one. Throw out another one. Give me a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I, I called you yesterday to say, what in God's name do you want me to do up here? Mm-hmm. I am not a comedian. I have no idea. And you must really, really like me to want me to yeah. do this. Oh, we do. <laughs> it's a man crush. That's Thank okay. you. Well, it goes That's both right. ways. That's okay. It Good. goes both ways. That's why you're sitting next to each other. Yeah. But there I feel go. like I stole him away from you. Why? I thought, because you guys, didn't you know each other first? No. The two of you? Oh, we met so. at the same time? Yeah, yeah, we met oh, at the so same time. That's why I just won. We met when yeah. you guys came. No, here's the thing. So my producer, uh, two producers ago, because he was terrible, uh, booked <laughs> these guys to come in and do my show locally. Uh, you were going to come in and just and hang out with me for an hour. And they were coming in on uh, Thursday. Well, they show up on a Wednesday, and I was, you know, all my questions, my notes. I was going to watch Club Dread one more time. Right. So I was going to get all prepped up for you. And there you are. You're standing there. I said, you know, aren't they supposed to be here tomorrow? And we wang it. We just winged it. Yeah. Like yeah. we're going to do it yeah. right now. We're just well, winging I'm it. I'm sorry. The past tense <laughs> we wanged it. of wings. We wanged it's it. not wanged. It is wang. Fuck yeah, right? We wanged it. We wanged it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> About what word we have all just discovered today. <laughs> and I'm grateful eternally. Oh, this is educational podcast. But uh, here's how cool they are. Here's how really cool these two guys are. And they're not all Hollywood. They're Tell not them, all David. super, super cool. Uh, <laughs> but they came on Wednesday. I told them I was actually expecting you guys would be here tomorrow. They came back the next day and did two days in a row on my show. We did. To that's, fulfill the tomorrow commitment. But that's because we got nothing else to do. You know what I'm saying? It's not how cool we I didn't are. Want to there say goes it. The I didn't want to have to say it. specialness that I felt. <laughs> no, no. We, we, anyone who lets us talk sports, we're happy about it. Well, plus, because you had also told, we have a common friend, 
uh, and uh, you had told him to is come to Jesus? the studio. Is it Jesus? Because he's everyone's friend. You're right. So. <laughs> You're right. Unless it's Tom from MySpace. <laughs> he is also everyone's friend. Is he still around? Where Tom is Tom MySpace? these days? I don't know. Hey, wait, isn't he from San Francisco? Who's Does Tom anyone from in MySpace? the room actually know Tom from MySpace? Anyone on the internet is from San Francisco. Nope. All of us. All right. He doesn't exist. I actually went... I. I went to my MySpace page uh, recently. Like, I never shut it down. I just wanted to see what was going on there. What's going on over there? It's a fucking ghost town. (laughs) Like, literally all of my best friends, you know, because you you have the best friends that you put up there. I had, like, I I arranged it so I could have, like, 15 of my top friends, MySpace friends up there. Guys uh, you don't know anymore. Yeah. Guys I never really knew. It was mostly, like, chicks, you know, like, sure. And uh, nobody had been on there in years. But they all still had the accounts. Oh, everybody's yeah. Because does anyone still do MySpace? Anybody out there? Is it hot still? What's the cutting edge here? Right, cutting edge. What's the hot thing now? What's the hot thing? Is is Tinder? What's the hot thing? (laughs) I just want to know what the young people are doing these days. Right. Is it Instagram? Do you people know? Instagram. Snapchat. Snapchat. Right. Snapchat. Right. But that's like when you sh- like show your tits or your dick or something like that. Isn't that what that is? Only for like six seconds. Yeah, and then it, it disappears. Away. Right. Wang chat. <laughs> Wang chat. Yeah. Uh, that would be the hot new one. Wang chat. Wang chat. That's yesterday's news, though. Right? I guess so. It is. Uh, it's why it's in the past tense. Yeah, exactly. Nice. All right, we didn't, uh, you know what we didn't do? Oh, fuck. We I know what we didn't do. We got to fucking chew. Oh, yeah, we right. have to chew. All right, let's uh, go. Everybody choose. Come on. Okay, so we all chew together. Yes, chew. All right, guest, okay, individual guest chew. Damon, you first. Uh, do you have any skull? Like, I'll throw in a chew. Well, no, no, but you have. Okay. You have to pretend. You have to oh, pretend. Oh, yeah. Can I give you, like, this bit? The, why are you being so difficult? Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> there you go. Chew. I'm sorry. I don't know. Okay, how do good. You go Sam, chew. Chew. Nice. <laughs> okay, Sam, what, do you, what were you chewing? Uh, a really good steak. Oh, okay. Really good steak. That's great. I had a steak last night. Yeah? Yeah. It wasn't as good as this. Okay. We should get the... Uh, we should have... We have, like, people here. We should get them all to chew. Okay. All right, everybody chew. It it's, sounds like a hundred guys it, masturbating. I know. It does. So fucking creepy. Honestly. You're assuming that that's what that would sound yeah, like, right, David? Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Of course. It should sound yeah, a little yeah, like. Yeah. Weird. Weird. I thought that was, that was going to sound so much cooler than it did. Like it was, I thought it sounded really cool. It sounded cool. It was like wet. It was yeah. really wet. Let's do it again. Okay, everybody chew. Oh. <laughs> that's it's great. Gross. There's, some, that's great. there's <laughs> some stopping wet mouths out there. That's great. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just... I'm just going to assume there was not a single woman in the audience actually doing that. No, there was were. only were dudes chewing. making that noise. Women who were chewing. Lady, raise your two hand. ladies. Oh, all right. There you go. Well, okay. I, I sit corrected. There's nothing wrong with that. I sit corrected. Excellent. <laughs> going to need sitting. your number. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, it is Super Bowl week. Yeah. What's the Super Bowl? Let's talk about the Super Bowl a little bit. Now, I'll you, tell you right well, now. Well, hold on. Is this a safe subject here? No. It, people are still That's frosty. Thing. Like, I, like, are people still pissed off here or what? It's been They're pissed bitter? off. Pissed off people. Since well, that hey, game if it makes ended. you guys feel any better, the Seahawks are going to get their asses handed to them tomorrow. Really? Okay. Ooh. So, is that your prediction? Yes, that's been my prediction. Broncos. That's been my prediction since uh, the playoff teams were announced. That the uh, <laughs> they were announced. That the well, yeah. Since the playoff teams were, set. we have okay. selected <laughs> Seattle's <laughs> Seahawks. Uh, no, I had it on good authority from someone in the know. Okay, that the Super Bowl would be played against the Denver Broncos and the Seattle Seahawks, and that Denver would win handily. Was this you, uh, the it, Simpsons? No, no. This is a, a real guy, and I put my money where my mouth is. But wait, you make it sound like it's a conspiracy or something like it's a predetermined situation. It's not predetermined. No, from someone of the sports betting uh, world. Oh, okay, okay. 
uh, gave a prediction which I gave a lot of weight and credence okay. to. Okay. Well, we have an expert right here, David Bruce. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> what you, like, what's your? Who are you picking? Well, look at it this way: when when that game ended, uh, that ruined my week. I was supposed to be in New York covering the Super Bowl all right. this week for the 49ers. It's great to be here with you guys. Though. <laughs> uh, you know what? It's cold and miserable in New York. You is. don't want to be it there. Is. It's better you know, to be here. Here's the thing: like, I, I think if you're a 49er fan, let's say the Seahawks win. Here's the one thing you can say: not that you want to say this, but if the Seahawks win, you can say. The last three seasons ended at the hands of the last three Super Bowl champions. Their last three losses right. mm-hmm. of the year came but that's against not, the team that won the Super Bowl. I don't know if you'd be proud of that, though. No, well, well yeah. it's better than you know, right. it's losing better a whole than bunch you, yeah. of slap dicks all the time. Sure, sure, sure. You're right. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And but so think, who are you picking now? Well, I think Seattle's got the better team, but okay. if Peyton Manning has a screw everyone on Peyton Manning day, then, then that could happen. My heart is with Peyton Manning. My right. heart is with the Broncos. My head is with Seattle. Okay. Because okay. you think their defense is going to overpower uh, Denver's offense? I thought I'm supposed to be on your show. You guys want to come on my show? No, we'll just do this again. Yes. Can yes. I just play this? Yeah, no. I, yes. I, I, yeah, no it's I, Super Bowl week. You got to talk about Super Bowl. Here's the deal. You want early, here's your early indicator. If there's a first half sack of Peyton Manning, Broncos are in trouble. Okay. He has yet to be sacked. In the playoffs, In right? the playoffs. Okay. Hey, here's, so a, there you go. here's a quick podcast question. This is going to drop tonight, right? Uh, no. Here's the, here's the interesting thing. Yeah. Mm. It's going to drop on Wednesday ah. after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. So we're all going to go on record here. Yeah. And then we'll be able to find out who's full of shit. Yeah, so actually... What we should talk. What we should do now is reflect, reflect on, the game. on how great that game oh, was. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh my awesome. god! Fuck, dude. dude. I tell you I what, couldn't when, believe it. My favorite part was when Marshawn Lynch scored that touchdown, pulled out his pants, and shit out a giant skittle I in know. the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my favorite part was when uh, uh, Bruce Stern flew that blimp over the stadium, and then Robert Shaw came back from the dead and pulled it out over the Hudson. Yeah, that where all those darts oh. could explode. That was weird. That was weird. My favorite um, part. Okay, now no one in the room appreciated that. But no. Feel free to find me on Twitter <laughs> at Sam Levine S A M M, and let me know how much you appreciated my Black Sunday reference. Thank okay. you. There you go. That was good. That, that was good. That was good. You That's know good. things. You brought up uh, Joanna Garcia backstage. I did. Well, you mentioned Reba. Yeah, who's the uh, co-star on the Reba McIntyre show? <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck knows who Joanna Garcia is. Well, I have... That's where my unfair advantage came from. Oh, there shit. Sam, you didn't mention that backstage. Well, I didn't think I had to. Okay. <laughs> you know what I thought was weird about the Super Bowl? Was uh, when Peyton Manning fucked Papa John on the 50-yard line. That was weird. Yeah. That well, was really bizarre, wasn't that was it? Weird. Once, uh, once the halftime show got canceled, they were kind of strapped for ideas. <laughs> it was just so weird. Like, you know, no you Bruno Mars. Yeah. yeah. And now Papa John and Peyton Manning are going to fuck each other on yeah. the 50. Yeah. Free pizzas for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they went 45 minutes, too. They covered the whole yeah, time. Yeah. Well, you know, he had to finish. You know, yeah. it, 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 this is <laughs> something that's... hanging. I get, to, I get to, like, say all the things that I have to leave off of my show now. <laughs> My friends, and this isn't even like, like, forget the Super Bowl. Here's a story that my friends and I had joked that we've been telling back and forth, watching football all the time. When Brett Favre was at his end and Joe, it would either be Joe Buck or Troy Aikman or whoever, you know, they, they'd just be fawning over this guy. Oh, wow, great he is. We, great he, we used to say, do you think that Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, like, fuck each other after the game? <laughs> But they make one of them wear a Brett Favre mask. <laughs> no, they both wear Brett Favre. <laughs> right, masks. They, or they both wear Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah so <laughs> I've never been able to do that bit on KNBR. So I'm glad I got Boom, it out here. Here we are. It is. It's your night in the Brett Favre mask has become like a joke. My friends and I'd be like, dude, get the Brett Favre mask. <laughs> and now, if you ever hear me reference that, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> a terrible. 
a Image. moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't there a rumor going around that uh, Joe Montana and Jerry Rice used to fuck each other? No. Oh, my God. Don't say that here. No. <laughs> These people be... No. Uh, okay, so you didn't hear that here, I guess. <laughs> Okay, because that was huge everywhere else in the country. That was like, yeah. Oh, you didn't pick your Super Bowl winner. Uh, first of all, don't fucking point at me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it took longer than usual for me to start getting irritated, but don't fucking point at me. Uh, Denver is going to win. Okay, clearly. Okay. okay. I, like, yes. here's the thing. Everybody says, "Oh, Seattle's defense. Seattle's defense." They haven't faced the number one defense. Fine. They haven't faced the number one offense yeah. in the country yet. Peyton Manning has two... Like, Richard Sherman can go fuck himself. He's, he's, he can only cover so many guys. Yeah. Peyton Manning is going to throw touchdowns on Seattle. And, and if they do manage to cover those guys, then uh, Noshan Moreno is going to run right up the middle and score some touchdowns, too. Okay. okay. I think they're going to kick Seattle's ass. I do, too, actually. I'm, I'm, I think I the Broncos are going to win. they kicked Seattle's ass. I mean, they did kick Seattle's yeah. ass. Yeah. And what right. an ass-kicking it was. We should ask these guys. Okay, let's get these guys on record. Okay, how many people out there think Seattle's going to win? Oh, I just he's running, left. he's running for the exit. Left. Lock that, that door. All right, who thinks Denver's going to win? Do you people actually think Denver's going to win, or do you just want them to win? Think and want. It's a both. Will win? Are you from Colorado? Hell no. <laughs> they legalized pot over there, by the way. Go on. <laughs> Oh, okay. Are you stoned right now? <laughs> Lemmy, what was your favorite um, Super Bowl ad? I'm fucking talking to oh, someone sorry, here. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I just want to hear about what your favorite Super Bowl ad was. I liked uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. The, the, uh, the ping p- pong? Well, the, it's ping pong, but then, you know, like, he's... he's uh, There's a big he, surprise he, at the end of it. Yeah, he's, he's fucking his, uh, his, his maid, and <laughs> he pulls out and, and comes on the floor, and then the maid just cleans it up, because that's her fucking job. Okay. And then the whole thing was just a horrible dream. That's uh, right. And then the maid has a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then it actually is real. Okay, right. yeah. That baby what, looks so much like Schwarzenegger. What service are you using to get your maids, by the way? Exactly. The Schwarzenegger service, man. Come on. Yeah. That kid is like, uh, it's kind of hilarious. He's, he's Mexican Schwarzenegger. Have you guys yeah. seen mm-hmm. him? He's all grown up now. He's big. He's, gi- he's gigantic. Yeah. Yeah. Schwarzenegger? Well, he has a lifetime <laughs> membership to Gold Gym. Schwarzenegger? That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Now, the connection between you two guys, right? We talked about the connection between you two guys, these two guys. I don't know who you're pointing to, and neither do your listeners. Sam (laughs) and Damon. Thank you. Uh, They have have a connection? connection? Oh, you guys do have a connection. Is Kevin Bacon? Uh, There's a Bacon connection. Is our Bacon number two? No, I know. There's two connections. There's two connections. Several. There's two two connections. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Both born in Chicago. Oh, yes. born okay. in Chicago? There you yep. go. Nice. Good job. Yep. Where Thank were you, you. Bo- were you, were you, you born in Chicago? I was, I was born at Lutheran General Hospital in Park Ridge. Mm. That's County. interesting. Okay. Cook County, County Hospital. Hospital. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then the A, hey, because it's a good county. Right on. <laughs> right on. Uh, and then the other connection is um, uh, Damon's a big club dread fan. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations. You, thank you. And it's, it's, I, I, I'm meeting Sam for the first time tonight, and I, as soon as I saw him, I said, you, you do a great job dying in a pool. You, you really, really do. Thank you so you much. Do. You do. I also, can't believe the Academy missed you. I know. You, you and me both. You also, hey, listen, I, we're going to talk about Academy snubs uh, soon, soon enough. <laughs> but you deliver, I think, my favorite line in Club Dread. What might that be, Steve? It's, I want you to say it, though. It's the, the, when you're like, oh, wait. Oh, no, wait. It's just my gigantic cock. That's it. 
let me tell you my favorite part about that scene was when we had to do uh, the looping for the movie where you record additional dialogue. Right. So it's just me and Jay, the director, uh, in this ADR booth. And we're dubbing all the lines that the sound wasn't perfect on. But then we also have to do uh, safe for TV versions right. of all the, the dialogue. Right, right. And so... Every other line I had until then, like when I call someone a pussy, you just change it to pansy, not a big deal. But then when we get up to just my gigantic cock, Jay and I are like, what the fuck can you say? Right. That sure. sounds vaguely like cock, that maybe that's what your mouth is saying <laughs> right, there. Right. And the best we could come up with was, oh no, wait, it's just my gigantic sock. <laughs> okay. And oh no, wait, it's just my gigantic clock. <laughs> okay. And then it took like five years for that thing to show up on FX. But it did, and I DVR'd it. Okay. I was like, I am dying to know who they went with. What, what they, they went, went with. Right, right, right. Okay. And I'm... so, do you, know the, do you know how it turned out? No. No, so, I'm jealous that you... Yeah, Go on. So it's, I'm watching the scene, and it's, oh, no, wait, it's just my gigantic... Right. They just drop They just beat it out. <laughs> it's just silence. But that's the way they always do it. Like, we go in there, and you spend hours doing, like, TV versions, yeah. like, mother fudger, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. And then they just bleep it out. So right. Well, I want to go back to the good old days of Die Hard 2. Mm-hmm. Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is Mr. Falcon? <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a character, Mr. Falcon. But that's the thing. Like we enjoy, we enjoy making those TV dubs so much because you can have so much fun with it. Yeah. Like, uh, like bullshit has always turned into baloney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Baloney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that, in Club Dread, there was the thing about uh, uh, Machete Phil. Right. Was the guy who uh, got his dick chopped off. Right. Right. By a machete. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. That old yarn. Yeah. 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 And. Uh, and uh, we had to change that to he got his finger <laughs> right. cut off. Right, which doesn't make any sense. No. Right. Wait, right. you can't say, can't you just substitute penis? No, you can't say penis, I don't think. Which I, is a menu substitute you've been looking for your entire life, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Can I just substitute a little penis, please? Yeah. No, but the, uh, uh, like you, the, you, you can't even pretend the body part exists on network television? You okay. can't even acknowledge that I, it's there? I think it's a situation like, uh, like for instance, the word fuck. If you ha- you're allowed one fuck to m- and uh, and keep your me- movie PG thirteen. That's correct. Uh, if you go two fucks, it becomes rated R. But uh, but the fuck that you say is not allowed to be in a sexual context. That's correct. Right. It so, can only like, be an exclamation of apostrophe right. fuck. Yeah. If you yeah. say I fuck that person, that's R- you're R rated. If you say oh fuck, you're still PG thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think so True. in context that the action of cutting off a man's uh, penis. Was something that they didn't. Uh, it had, we had to change it. Right. It wasn't the word. It was the context. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Because he can't yeah. fuck anymore. <laughs> there you go. Boom. Um, how did you get to Club Dread? Did, did you know Chandler Sager? Did you work with Chandler Sager? I did. I worked with him on two episodes of Undeclared. Oh, Sammy was an Undeclared yeah. too. Right. That's a great show. Oh, thank okay. you. Uh, and then uh, oh, you were like I, a fraternity guy. Yeah, I was the the president of the, okay, of the fraternity, gotcha, right, 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 uh, right, right. and I played an asshole. Yeah, and so then when and when he was like, "Hey, let's get an asshole." Yeah, when you guys were casting that part, I still had to jump through hoops and read for it a couple times. Did you really? Yeah, a yeah. couple times. Yeah, yeah, I went in at least twice. Sake, Wait for for Club Dread yeah. for Dirk. Cause yeah, because honestly, the way you got cast in Club Dread from our standpoint was Jason. Like you know, we had this guy Dirk who was like a fucking asshole. Yes, right. and he was like, "I know this." Fucking dude who's perfect for it. Yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know why I have that reputation, but I will say this. I bought the DVD and I listened to the audio commentary on it. Uh-huh. Okay. And when I show up on screen, uh, the you guys are whoever was discussing it was like, uh, Sam Levine may have been our most perfectly cast role <laughs> in anything we've ever done because he's such a prick in this movie. <laughs> I think that was me. I think I said that. All right. Sam, that actually brings me to something I've I've been meaning to ask you since Club Dread. (laughs) Yes, Steve? (laughs) Do you remember cock-blocking me on Club Dread? Do I remember cock-blocking you on Club Dread? He's like a human cock-block. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, he was cast to be a cock-blocker. Right. Yeah. And then and then I actually fulfilled my destiny. You did. Uh, now I'm going to say no, I don't. But refresh me. I it might, refresh it might come flooding back. I will refresh. Okay, so listen, not to sound like a like a movie asshole, okay? <laughs> but we were living at the resort that we asshole were shooting. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> I haven't gotten to the asshole part yet. Just yeah. wait. And so each of us, like this is a really high end resort that we were shooting the movie in. And so uh, we each stayed in one of these cabanas. And so each of these cabanas, it was like. Pri- the private cabana, and then outside you had a private swimming pool, private jacuzzi, good. with like a thatched roof and all these outdoor couches and everything like that. And then you were enclosed with like some nice hedges and everything like that. And then there was a, a stairway at the end. Anyway, I had I had some I had uh, we were shooting a scene and yep. I I. Uh, with an extra, I. Uh, <laughs> you seem so rattled by it. I know. What's, suddenly, what's going I'm like, on here? I'm a fucking asshole. Yeah. So, uh, wh- whatever. Uh, we, you know, we were. Gonna, you're young. You're dumb. We were like, hey, let's go smoke some pot and drink some beer at right. my cabana. Right. And uh, yeah. And we were there uh, on the chair. Yeah. On that one of the outdoor chairs under the thatched roof in the moonlight, and uh, and right when it was all about to go down. She started saying, oh, fuck, Sam, 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 Sam. <laughs> and I turned to the edge of, uh, of the pool, and, yeah. and you were walking up into, our, uh, into, the, yeah. into my pool. Yeah. My you, know why pool. Alone. you know why that doesn't ring a bell? Why? Is because I, uh, I was already wearing a condom and looking to join in. <laughs> I see. So I that see. wasn't me cock-blocking you yeah. as much as it was you killing my dreams. Okay. Okay. It, was him, yeah. it was him cock-joining you. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Sam, you should have said something. Yeah. Well, I thought it was obvious. You should have said something. Obvious. You were naked with just a condom yeah, on your Yeah, just a condom and sandals. I should have known. But now he yeah. came in and sat down until came, the girl left. Is came that the in right and word? sat down. I got up and went into, like, <laughs> into my, uh, my cabana. I was like, fucking Levine. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't remember this. But I will say that it absolutely sounds plausible. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, then I came out, and then she was like, I guess I'm going to go back to the set. And I was like, okay. So, like, I didn't even know. Wait, this is the middle of the afternoon? No, no, it was nighttime. We were, we were shooting the beach, shoot. the, oh, all the right. beach scenes. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, I tr- I, we snuck away. Yeah. So um, your question was, like, did he do that intentionally? Oh, no, clearly Is that something not. you would do intentionally? No, absolutely not. What? Come on. I would never do that intentionally. Just for fun. No. And, and, and actually, now the way that he's framing it, if it was during the shooting day, then how am I supposed to know you're trying to get a little action in the middle of the afternoon? Right, right. So, like, were you just coming to say hi to me? And <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Naked, wearing only a condom? I mean, you know... <laughs> Steve, flip flops. <laughs> okay, okay, good. More on that later. Very well. 
We'll put a pin in that. I, sure. Did I rattle you with that question? No, I told you. There's nothing. I think you seem more rattled than yeah, you. Yeah, I think it's Does bothered it, you. Because what you were expecting me is to go. Oh yeah, I remember that time. I have no recollection of it whatsoever, and I'm sorry. No, no, I don't. No, I don't care about that. I was. Uh, I, I started to get rattled because I realized I was starting to tell like a movie asshole sex story <laughs> about my fucking cabana with an extra, and Wouldn't then I be wanted the first to, time. Yeah. I wanted to pull out. Hey. Hey. Wait a minute. Um. Now, do you remember the uh, the very famous? Uh, we've told you this story before, but we had a very famous. Uh, were you there for Kevin's love scene with you Brittany I, Daniels, with the beautiful Brittany Daniels? She's gorgeous. I, uh, I was I was on set, but I was not allowed on set. No, it wasn't you know even a love I mean. scene. It was in a love scene. It was just a kissing scene. Well, it yeah. was supposed to be like a sexy kissing scene. Yeah, it was, but it wasn't even the script. Like yeah. she, I was intimidated by her, Brittany Daniels. Right, she's the lead actress. Beautiful. And, yeah. She's been in a bunch of stuff. Like she was in. Uh, See, uh, that's not that was one of my question. What? Name the bunch of stuff. What the Sweet hell Valley else? Sweet Valley High. Sweet Valley High. She was just in uh, Always Sunny in White Philadelphia. Chicks? Oh, okay. Yeah, Joe she's, Dirt. Joe Dirt. I thought she was Joe one Dirt. of those uh, Sloan Petersons. Oh, you know, the girls, yeah, 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 girls right. in Ferris Bueller Day Off, gorgeous, right, never saw right, her again. Right, 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 what, Mia right. Sarah? Oh, Mia Sarah. She was in sure Legend. Have. She was in yeah. Legend. She was in Time Cop. Oh, <laughs> she's great in Time Cop. Yeah, she's she good in Time Cop. She's great in Time Cop. Van Damme does that split in Time Cop, too. Holy yeah. shit. But Britney was so, like, she had no, like, body fat. Like, she was like an android. And it scared the <laughs> shit out of me. And so uh, there, was no, uh, there was no kissing scene in the movie because it was like, ah, you know, the joke is there's going to be no kissing scene. And she's like, I don't know, I think maybe I should kiss the guy at the end of the movie. And I was like, really? Really? You think you should? And she's like, well, and so she like talked Jay into doing a kissing scene. And then, we, and then it turned out that her boyfriend was on the set yeah. that day. Wasn't okay. he uh, one of the uh, Atlanta? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. Okay, so this is how we found out who Brittany's boyfriend was, but like uh, right before he came down. She said it, her boyfriend's coming to visit, and we said, you know, we were, uh, we were swimming in the ocean because we're movie assholes. And uh, she, we said, uh, is your, like, what does your boyfriend do? Is he in the business? Or like, uh, and, and she goes, no, no, he's, uh, you know, he, he works for CBS Sports. And uh, we were like, oh, okay. hey, for, 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 so do you. It wasn't yeah. me. It's not it Damon Bruce. It wasn't me. It was not Damon Bruce. And so, uh, and, and we were like, well, who is he? She's, she's like, well, he works for the NFL, CBS NFL, and uh, he's a former football player, so you probably don't know him. And we were like, no, no, give it, give it a whirl. Try us. And she goes, Marcus Allen? <laughs> and we were like, Marcus Allen is your boyfriend, and he's coming here? And she said, yeah. And so he showed You're up. You're like, Heisman Trophy winner, Marcus Allen? <laughs> really? So now on the day, so Kevin is, you know, getting ready to have this big makeout scene with Brittany Daniels, and about 15 feet away is Marcus Allen staring at him. <laughs> So Kevin was a little bit rattled. Terrified. Like, you wouldn't even touch Brittany Daniel. No, I, when I kissed her, like, I just had my arm... I, I, I wouldn't embrace her. I was afraid. So I just held my arms, like, straight ar- out on her side, like this. <laughs> that plays great for the uh, podcast home listening audience. We'll okay. put a picture up of it. Okay, perfect. <laughs> did you, so you didn't meet Marcus Allen? No, I did not meet Marcus Allen. Okay. Because uh, he said he wanted to meet you. Oh, weird. <laughs> yeah. Huh. He would have cock-blocked uh, Here's my favorite memory from, from Club Dread. You can't cock-block Marcus Allen. You definitely yeah. can't. I know. You need a lot of cock Actually, Sam, him. you could probably cock-block <laughs> I My patented walk-up in the middle of the day with my condom and sandals. Uh, uh, so, d- while we were shooting the movie in uh, the middle of Mexico, 
with no civilization nearby whatsoever. I get a phone call from my uh, agent saying, hey, there's this movie called The Girl Next Door, and you're perfect for one of these parts, and uh, I want them to see you, but I can't follow you back to LA to audition, so you're going to have to put yourself on tape and send it in. Okay. And I was like, oh, all right. And so then they, they, like, they faxed the sides over because the email uh, there, was, you couldn't get the internet, basically. And so I'm looking at all these sides. I'm like, oh, man, i got to put myself on tape and like, get DHL to overnight it to L.A. <laughs> I didn't have a tripod or a camera or anything. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. But I knew that Lemmy had a camera. Okay. So he did? And, yeah. Okay. Or, at least, or at least had access to a camera. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And so Good. I... One day at night at dinner, I was like, listen, man, after dinner, I, I really need a big favor. Would you come to my room and, like, help read off camera lines and put me on tape for this thing I got to send to I gotta send to L.A.? He's like, yeah, I could, I could do that for you, buddy. No problem. And, uh, and so then he gets to my room, and, and I, we were, like, run the sides a couple times. And he's like, okay, are you ready to shoot? Yeah. But then there's no tripod. There's nowhere eye level to, like, set the camera on. Right. So that he can have both of his hands free to, like, work with the sides and, like, do off-camera. So then Lemmy, in the most amazing, like, uh, quadruple threat I've ever seen, sits there, one hand holds the camera perfectly still, other hand flicks the sides, (laughs) and then is giving me the most perfect off-camera read while maintaining eye contact with me and never moving the camera. It's being held perfectly still in his hand. And we did it like three times, and I'm like, is it still? And he's like, you fucking watch it. Tell me if it's still. Yeah. And so I'm watching it in the little viewfinder, and it's not moving at all. It's the most perfect held frame I'm like, dude, this is great. I'm going to send this in. He's like, yep, you're welcome. There you go. And I was like, he's the coolest motherfucker I've ever met. You know what, Sam? I forgive you for cock blocks. Aw, thanks, buddy. Wait, but did you get the part? Not even close. (laughs) You know, it's funny. Most guys who get the nickname Tripod because they're huge. That's for you? Yeah. It's just a steady hand. Yeah. Because he's really a good, impressive. Uh that's funny because I had forgotten that until you see you mentioned that now, um, and I do forgive you for cockblocking oh, me. By thanks, the way. buddy. But I am gonna—I I owe you one cockblock. So I hope like uh, you're not planning on trying to get laid at this festival because I'm gonna be there fucking watching you like a hawk. Well, I, I think as you know, I've always had a thing for him. Yeah. He's for not gonna get inside Amy Schumer yeah. on this no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> at this sketch fest with you, Ron. Right? Yeah. No. Fuck yeah, bro. Okay, wait, so uh, what the fuck are we talking about now? <laughs> no, let's go to A.D. and Bruce. Let's talk to A.D. and well, Bruce. No, well, well I, got, I actually have a club drag question. Okay, okay. It's not even a club drag question as much as it's like a super troopers, everything you guys have done question. Okay. How high are you in the scenes you look high? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. People ask that a lot. I mean, it's, it's hard. there are some scenes in super troopers, right? Where, uh, like, um, when you guys sit down to watch the Johnny Chimpo video, you are all toasted. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so like the what you are. Sp- there are a lot of ways to make. Or a are you that comment. good of an actor? Exactly. Well, no, there are some. You know, let like, me. You're rattled again. Holy shit! No, no, I'm just, no. I'm exploding with things to say. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, because usually, what we do if we're trying to be stone, look stone in a movie, the the makeup artist would blow this like menthol spray. Yeah, into our eyeballs 
to basically burn our eyes. And by the way, that's what they make they do to actors if they have to cry in a scene and they can't produce tears as right. they blow that menthol shit menthol right into the corner of your eyes. eye. Yeah. And if you've never had it done to you, you've never accidentally slammed your dick and balls between the bowl <laughs> and the seat 15 times. It is wildly uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but so for the Super Troopers Johnny Chimpo scene, um, Soder... Paul Soder, one of the other guys from Broken Lizard, did come to me with a bag of mushrooms. <laughs> and he said, he said, do you want to do some shrooms for this scene? And I said, sure. <laughs> and so we, so we did mushrooms, and it was fantastic. Like, uh, it's, it's the Johnny Chimpo scenes, and then also the scene in the, the impound with all the weed all over it. Yeah. Where we decide to watch the Johnny Chimpo. And then, yeah. so, and then the shenanigan scene. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then. Yeah, so that was all shot then. in one day. And so we're on mushrooms. And I found, it, I found it very easy to act on mushrooms, but pot I cannot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, pot I freak out. Like, yeah. Like, how, how was the, uh, oh no, wait, that was, uh, that was both Soder was, uh, or not Soder, uh, uh, was um, Slohansky for both the menthol Shaving cream and actually drinking the maple syrup. Yeah, no, that, that's the problem. Like, he was supposed to be covered in shaving cream yeah. in that one scene, and then the, uh, the props person went out, and it was a, a, a woman, and I don't know if she didn't understand. I don't know what happened, but she bought menthol shaving cream. <laughs> and so they put it all over him, and then like, after like, a couple of seconds, he's like, ah! <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> uh, but, you know, low-budget film. We had to roll with it. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. And then uh, and the maple syrup... And I apologize if you've heard this because we, we talk about the maple oh, syrup sorry. a lot. I didn't no, no, no. We uh, those guys each drank. We tried to use iced tea for the maple syrup, but um, the the glug was too fast. The bubbles were traveling too fast. They didn't have the viscosity of, of syrup. Right. And so they had to use real maple syrup. And those guys each drank at at least two and a half to three bottles. <laughs> yeah. And um, and both went into like a, a serious sugar. Sugar shock. And wasn't sugar it shock. like the Instant first diabetes. scene of the day? Yeah, it was. Yeah. And Jay's sex scene was that later <laughs> that night. And so we finished shooting that scene, and then we broke for lunch, and then it came time to go shoot the sex scene, and we couldn't find him. Nobody could find him. I went to his trailer, and he was on the floor with the lights off, shaking in the fetal position. Because the sugar was yeah, and also also so okay. So then Kevin and I and uh, and Jay went on Olivia Munn's show, The Attack of the Show. Right. I think it was the uh, it was the blue blu- Blu-ray release of the uh, Super, Super Troopers. Troopers. Yeah. And so she said, "Hey, let's all do a maple syrup chug to commemorate this thing." And Kevin and I were like, uh, "You know, we're not in that uh, scene, so like <laughs> maybe just Jay should do it." And she said, "No, look, I'm doing it, so you guys should definitely do it, and you can't back down at that point." So we, it was, she poured out four pints, four pint glasses full of maple syrup. I fucking know. <laughs> and so we chugged, we downed the maple syrup. And then, and then got into our cars, that was the last segment, got into our cars to get on the 101 to drive home at like 4.30 in the, in the afternoon. So it was rush hour traffic. And I hadn't even gotten to the 101 yet, and all of a sudden, my stomach... It was like Dumb and Dumber. Like, my stomach just started turning. And I'm stuck in traffic all the way home, and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm going to shit in my pants in this car. (laughs) And I finally did make it home. And it was one of those ones... You've all been there before where it's like, 
you like the key is still in the lock like you just run <laughs> to the bathroom and like just blow it right out and and so I'm there and I send a text to Kevin and Jay and Olivia and I'm like hey thanks a lot Olivia uh, you know wait till I tell you where, where I am right now and she texts back like are you shooting brown water out of your ass <laughs> And then she says, well, at least, at least you're in the comfort of your own, own home. I'm wearing this. And she sends a picture of herself like, in like a Wonder Woman bikini. And you can see... Skimpiest bikini. Yeah. And she's just got massive diarrhea. And her stomach is, bloat, is bloated. And sh- <laughs> she looks fucking hot, though. Yeah. But, but then the great thing was that yeah. everybody was chiming in. Like, yeah. all of us were sitting on the toilet in different parts of Los Angeles texting each other. My, my wife found that bikini picture of Olivia, like... Like three weeks later, he's like, "What the fuck is this?" And I was like, "She had diarrhea." Yeah. <laughs> it's See, weird. Who, who says LA doesn't have yeah. culture? It was weird. It's not a big deal. Um, uh, let's talk, to Dan Bruce. Dan Bruce, how how long have you been doing your show in San Francisco? Oh, geez, I've been uh, out here on the air since uh, since 2005. I came okay. out here. It's funny. How about this? Is funny for any lifelong San Franciscan. I moved out here. In 1998, with a buddy of mine who had a job for Webvan, remember that? <laughs> remember that? It's like one of the biggest internet bombs of all time, Webvan. Okay. And uh, but my buddy had a job, and so that's kind of what brought us out here. And then I, I worked out here for a few years, left, had a job at ESPN for a little while. Right. Were you on camera, or were you? Uh... No, this is all radio. Yeah, sexiness baby. Right yeah, now. baby. This is. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, By the and... way, your voice is fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank. You. That's that's all I got. That's pretty great. That's all I got. Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But that's seriously, it pays the bills, and I'm thankful for it. I guess. But um, the uh, yeah, since 2005, and uh, like that's we were talking about backstage. Been incredible. It's the you, it's like the golden age of San Francisco sports going on here. It's right just now. been amazing. I mean, the, the 49ers, obviously, you know, they're all about winning Super Bowls and yeah. haven't, but have come close, that's for sure. Yeah. Two parades up Market Street for the San Francisco Giants, God. which was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, being, not that I had anything to do San with it, but Francisco I, you know, people. To, see, to see Market Street, to be in a World Series parade and just come up Market Street is one of the single coolest rides I've ever had in my life. It was sure. amazing. Yeah. Um, I would like to say that being from New York, uh, the previous owner of the San Francisco Giants, I take a little enjoyment out of your <laughs> victories, too. That's, yeah, that's ours, too, okay? Oh, yeah. Like should. 20 years before you were born? Yeah. Yeah. Go New on. York, claiming everything, dickheads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, it, it's just been amazing. And now, you know, the Warriors are good all of a sudden. Yeah. And that's a lot of fun. And yeah. Yeah, you got David a- Lee from the Knicks, the New York Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> And Mark Jackson. Oh, New yeah. 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 Uh, Skywalker. Yeah, right? but it's, it's, it's really been great. I mean, it, to do what I do, you no. hope you end up in a town that is, yeah, yeah. is kind of on fire, and San Francisco has just been amazing from a sports scene. It really has yeah, been. Yeah, yeah. Except for you guys are like this the, year's uh, yeah. San Francisco 49ers. Oh, oh shit. Well, I mean, you know. No, they're, right, they're, right, they're, right. They're sorry, Kevin sorry. Harold Heffernan. Sorry. Don't you fucking do that. Sorry, sorry. His middle name is Harold. By the way, you're totally right about the weird microphone technique. I've been watching it the whole fucking show. It. It's up in there. It is weird. It's right up there. in there. Are you left-handed? No. Huh. <laughs> you look like your left hand is a little palsied, the it way does. you're holding it. But that. this is how I can gesticulate with my right hand, see? <laughs> yeah. Like in our stand-up routines, there's a lot of like this, and a lot of, you know, there's a lot of dick things that go on. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> We should. I've been thinking about changing that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go clean. Like, all we talk about is this area 
of the human body, right in here. I'm 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 doing clean stuff. Okay, good. From now on, don't swear again for the rest of the show. Wait, okay. No, no okay. nipple um, talk from you guys. Uh, nipples, okay. All right. Nipples up. Have you met um, uh, Harbaugh? Uh, I mean, not like socially. Okay. <laughs> you know, not socially. I just wonder if you ever shook hands with him. Yeah, I have. Did you shake hands really fucking hard? It, yeah, he does. Yeah. He's, he's an intense guy. Well, he's got that weird pinky, the wonky pinky. Sure, have you yes. seen that? Yeah. He's got the broken pinky. He's got a pinky that takes like a 90-degree angle. Right. Uh, broke it during his playing days mm-hmm. and whatnot. But, um, the wonky pinky. That's a good the name for a bar. Pin- and wonky do people, pinky. Do people in San Francisco really like Harbaugh? I mean, is it, I mean, they love the guy? Or is it, oh, is yeah. He, I mean, oh, yeah. he's a, certainly a winner. There's no question about that. Um, he seems kind of whiny, though. No, don't you think? No, no, no. Don't you well, think? Yes, no. Well, I mean, you guys like Harbaugh, look, right? Look, he's just lobbying for what he wants. He's just, sure. you know, he's out there fighting for every single inch he can get. And sure, but Tom Landry school. didn't do that shit, though. Tom Landry, he just wore well, the hat. But, you, know, and, you know, Tom Landry didn't have ESPN up his ass twenty four hours a day. That's true. Who knows what Tom Landry did? Tom Landry sure. might have been like, motherfucker, <laughs> yeah. every fire. Yeah. yeah, but you just didn't see it. There aren't fifty two cameras on him like that. Exactly, the Super Bowl. and it wasn't okay. all HD. So um, I beg to differ with you guys. There are plenty of cameras on Tom. Landry. NFL films, they were around back then. Okay. Tom yeah, Landry was, was all, a dignified gentleman. But all you got was the, 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 the profile with the hat. That's it. That's all you ever got out of Tom Landry. Like, name one Tom Landry moment. Go. Uh, it's that, but because he, dig- <laughs> he, he was a dignified man. Dignified moment. Like well, Coach Coughlin. You don't see Coach Coughlin from the New York Giants having those, uh, <laughs> having those outbursts like Jim Harbaugh. He's, he's just, just pissed a, off all the time. Yeah. He's just pissed off all the time. He's a red-faced goblin yeah. over there on the side. Or like Bill Walsh. Bill Walsh, he, was, he, he wasn't that guy. Well, different, right? hey, you know, different, different styles for sure. different guys. Sure. Like, I okay. went to Indiana University, so I okay, had Bobby, Bobby Knight when right. I was there. So right. everything is like total child's play compared to Bob Knight. Right, right. Uh, where did you come down in this Richard Sherman stuff? I know this was beat to death, but what? Right. You guys, like, Richard Sherman's weird here, right? Because he went to Stanford. But he also uh, right. is well, your nemesis. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I to me, what more could you ever want out of a professional athlete than Compton-born, Stanford-educated? Great story. Plays with a chip on his shoulder like someone just stole his bike. I mean, right. the guy is very. Into, I mean, he, he's not the guy you want to play against. You want to go to war with him, not against him. Right. I, I like him, and I know everybody hates him this week. And but, but the, the general reaction in San Francisco must be even worse than the rest of the country. I mean, were you guys like all like shut the fuck up? Like after the. Thing or are you guys? Well, no, pro? no one likes. No one likes to hear. You know, one of their their the, the players that they root for get called out like yeah. that. It wasn't a moment of class. But I also think that you know, athletes who just are playing on the edge of you know insanity, right, emotional to stick yeah. to stick a microphone in front of somebody's face right after they just had a huge professional moment. They're all amped up. You know, you're you're going to not. I mean, he's not making a speech at the UN. You know I know, I mean? but I, I, there are plenty of guys. It was like the Jim Brown thing or whatever. Put the ball down in the end zone and walk away. You know what I mean? Like you scored the touchdown. That's the fuck you, right? Right, right. But I mean, come on. To go back to the way it used to be in the fifties and sixties right. to try to explain modern. But there are still people who do that now. Yeah, but this is also Marshall Lynch eats Skittles, right? That's yeah, he does. He does eat Skittles. But do you see? I mean, you see him in media day. He's all about. No, that I action. know. That's the. That's the all other about side. that action, boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All about that action, boss. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so Richard Sherman went to Stanford on what I'm certain was an academic scholarship. Uh, yeah, I don't know, yeah. but he was a. He actually was a. You do. He was like he was the, the valedictorian, valedictorian of his yeah. high school. Yeah, yeah. He was absolutely brilliant yeah, yeah. coming yeah. out yeah. of school. And you where also did he go to high school. I don't know where he went to high school. Where did he go? Dominguez. It sounds like you know Dominguez. Do you know the answer? I don't know. <laughs> Compton High? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't I'm know. asking. Sherman? But he, yeah, he had like a... Compton Dominguez. Stanford, oh, he, Comp- was, he, was, he knows. No, Damon Bruce Lewis. Compton yeah, Dominguez. Yeah, yeah. Who do you think I'm here? But, but, that's right. He's the expert. But, the guy's the expert. But, Isn't just, this great, though? We did. We talked Club Drip for a while, and now we're on a sports radio talk show. Like, we're doing it. We're doing right. it. Right. But, but here's the thing. Like, 
Well, you don't need your athletes to be making any sort of statements. Because that's not what they do. They're not, it's not what they're paid to do. Well, but yeah. it is. They're entertainers. No, they're not. They absolutely yeah, are. They entertain between the, the whistles and okay. the clocks with how they play. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I, like, how do you expect? How was this made such a big deal? And was it was it Joe Montana who a couple years ago was so drunk? No, Joe Namath. Joe Namath. Joe Namath. Joe Namath. Was so drunk. I want to kiss you on the mouth. Yeah. yeah. Great. And, Great like, moment. That died Loved after it. after forty eight hours. No, no, no it went no, on for a while. Still, like, to this day, I always. Uh, <laughs> All right. Enjoy I guess it depends. Whether or not you watch Sports Center five times a day That's or right. not, there's As a website. There's a website called Kissing Susie Colbert. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> As someone who does not watch Sports Center nightly, for me that died out of the mainstream media in two days. Right. Okay, okay. Yeah. But this Richard Sherman thing is still topical. And well, why? the Super Bowl. You want to know? Well, yeah. well, here's the thing. You sure. had the Super Bowl hype and all of that. You also have the whole. Well, you know, he screamed at the pretty blonde lady. Sure. And so everybody's trying to pull out the race card to. Keep it going another day. And like, here's the thing: if I keep on telling this to my audience all the time, and I'm going to stop clicking on the word Kardashian, and that bitch will go away. <laughs> news these days, news these days isn't about delivering information or news to you. It's about getting you to click. It's all about page views. They will write anything that's going to make you a page view. So but if they can turn this into from a post interview thing to a racial element in is thug the new N word. That's yeah, a big yeah, thing right, this week. Right, right, no, no, no. There is no new N word. The N word is not fashion. It's not going out of style. It's the all time <laughs> sure, sure. heavyweight champion sure, racial slurs. Sure, sure. You know, and yeah, absolutely. It's, it's but not it, going anywhere. But here's the thing, though. I mean, uh, 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 I'm not saying this is your situation, but don't people in the sports journalism world perpetuate these sensationalisms in Some order to generate more? Absolutely. You know, the, the problem with sports is the last thing you talk about is the game or the result. Right. All the nonsense leading up to it. Who's playing the freaking halftime? All post-game interviews. How did they go? How is the decorum? How is the demeanor? You know, Callan Kaepernick is like as good and a young, a talented, up-and-coming quarterback as you're going to find. And people out here will rip him because he doesn't say much in the post-game press sure. conference. Who could give a shit what anyone <laughs> right. says in a press conference? Right. You know, so. Right. so then what is it then? Is, is it... Uh, journalists trying to sensationalize? Is it journalists trying to get clicks? Is it Absolutely. journalists competing with each other? Absolutely. You know, this thing for Erin Andrews, whether you think she did a good job or not, she is much more worldwide famous today than she was before. And she can talk what about... What about the peep uh, hole uh, hotel thing, Erin Andrews? Best thing that ever happened to that her. That was famous. Well, I always that's think there are people looking through the peep hole. But here's the thing. I'm sure There's she... a lot to see. I'm sure she feels completely... <laughs> Horrible about the you whole thing. You guys have seen Super Troopers, right? <laughs> there, there is a lot to see. Exactly, there is. That's right. all. These people here have seen you naked. If, if, I'm know. assuming if all of you have seen Super Troopers, you have all seen Kevin totally naked. <laughs> it was cold that yeah. day. It was cold that day, everybody. <laughs> How does it make you feel knowing that all these people have seen you naked? Ah, who gives a shit? We get too hung up about naked. Right? Oh, whoa. Don't you think? Yeah. That's some deep shit right there. We That's get right. too hung up about naked, can I, don't we? Can I take a it's wild a, left it's hand an turn and, a dick and, and talk yes. ever so briefly about yes. that scene yes. while we're shooting Club Dread? Yeah. So, again, the resort we're shooting at, there's only one place to have all your meals as a group. There's like one little restaurant there. So we had also, almost all of our lunches and dinners like a large table, everyone's sitting there, and then all of the cabanas we're staying in are just on the other side of this little hill. And like I said, internet connections there were pretty spotty at best. But we're sitting there, we're having dinner after a long night of shooting. And then Mike Weaver, one of the other actors in the movie. Oh, yes. We hear this laugh come all the way from the cabanas. That is how hard he is laughing. 
And we're like, well, I can't wait to see how this turns out. So he's laughing the whole way, walking towards us. We're like, Weaver, what is up? He goes, all right. Do you guys know what bears are in the gay community? And there were a few people who didn't know what bears are. And so we had to explain, oh, they're large, usually pretty hairy gay dudes. And, you know, it's like, they're like little guys. And, okay, great. He goes, so my buddy was on a site for bears. And he found a picture of Heffernan in Super Troopers. But that's not the best part. The best part is Mike Weaver is in the scene in Super Troopers who is berating a naked Heffernan. And the caption written by some gentleman surfing this bear site was, Yum, who's the bear tamer? <laughs> Making true. it equally awkward for both of them. Yeah, no, that, that was the uh, thing. His buddy was in a bear of the day club, and they would send a picture around every day. And that was the bear of the day picture. Yeah, You, you people are looking at bear a bear of the day. Bear of the day. Right there. Although, we did find out that actually that is technically the wrong classification for you. Oh. It's true, yeah. Because yeah. uh, 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 bears are hairy. Hairy, yeah. You're not a hairy guy. That's a hairy. So apparently, uh, they call us otters. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why the fuck they call them otters. That's kind of a weird thing. Has that story never come up on this podcast before? No, no, it has. It okay. has, yeah. It has. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, I would rather be known as a bear than an otter. Really? I, I mean, I don't. It doesn't. The hair part doesn't. It's, I don't want more hair. But I like, guess so. Otter's not tough. I guess so. Like bears tough. You hear? Uh, what about polar bear? Ooh, the meanest. They're white, tough. but no, no, they're vicious. Yeah, the yeah, most vicious of all the bears. True. Yeah, true. Um, don't um, be fooled by the Coca Cola ads. Anyone? If you come face to face with a polar bear at some point, you're run, like, fucking run. run. Uh, you're a fan of comedy, Damon Bruce, right? Funniest no. athlete that you. Uh, oh. Funniest athlete you've uh, encountered? Jeez, funny. Uh, that's boy, put me on the spot. I mean, I don't know. I like, can't. I think I think Peyton Manning is a funny motherfucker. Well, yeah, and best actor. He's a yeah. be- the best actor. Although I like that new Tim Tebow commercial. Tebow is pretty good. Yeah, Jeter did a good job on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah. But you talk to him, he doesn't give you li- like to me. Scripted funny or really funny is a big difference. Yeah, uh, you know, I think really funny. I, I got you, a San Francisco athlete that you enjoy interviewing because uh, they're funny guys. There's Jeez, you know, that you person just, out there. You don't get an awful lot of guys. Colorful anymore. characters. You know, the, the problem is, if I were a professional athlete, I wouldn't want to talk to the media. Either. <laughs> I really wouldn't. I really wouldn't because they're only going to take what you say and use it against you half the time. I mean, there's there's nothing to be gained from oversharing. You undershare. You get criticized for that. You know, you say something wrong, then you got to apologize, and the apology's not good enough. It's right. just, there's no winning yeah. with the just attack nature of social media these days. And all media is now social media. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. There's no, like, long-form journalistic format anywhere anymore because <laughs> yeah. nobody's got an attention 140 characters, man. Exactly. 140 characters, 30 seconds of download time. So do you anyone. think they go into cocoons more, a little more of a absolutely. protective cocoon kind of thing? Absolutely. Absolutely huh. they do. They have to. It's self-preservation. Yeah. It's not like it's like the 70s and guys are drinking beers and smoking cigarettes. No, and the thing no. And you guys are hanging in out. the dugout. Like you want to know what's a big Hernandez. difference between being an athlete in the 70s and an athlete today if you get pulled over? Afros. Dashboard cam. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dashboard cam. 
The yeah. amount of athlete arrests in the 70s, you didn't hear about him because you know, a cop would pull him over and be like, oh my God, look who I just pulled over. Can I have an autograph? I'm a big fan. Let's get you home so you can play on Sunday. <laughs> now, the dashboard cam, they, you know, you're pulled over right from the get-go. There's no amount of like, hey, do you know who I am? Yes, and so does the big guy in the car, and you've got to go to jail now. Yeah, yeah. I got pulled over uh, driving up uh, the 5 North uh, doing 120 miles an hour. And the uh, the cop looked in the window and was like, Mister, do you have any idea how fa- su- Super Troopers? <laughs> Does that get you out of tickets? The Super Troopers get you out of tickets? Oh, yeah. He oh, was yeah. like, this is, a, this is a while ago. He was like, oh, my God, we play all those games you guys play. <laughs> was, like, we play the meow game. We play the repeater. I go, bulletproof jockstrap. He's like, oh, we're not that fucking crazy. But then ultimately, I'll give you the short version of the story. Ultimately, he forgot what he was doing there. And then he was like, oh, right. Uh, I got you doing 120, but I'm going to let you off with a little warning on this one. <laughs> and it turned out Super Troopers was his favorite movie of all time. You were not going 120. What's that? You were not going 120. Oh, yeah, I was going 120, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was. Nice, sure. Yeah, but it was, it was like midnight, and I was one of the only... I was it was a much- gentle 120. Yeah. Smooth yeah. 120. Yeah. What, what are you driving? A little 120. What are you driving? I was driving, then I was driving an Audi. I had just bought an Audi. Right. And so uh, the 5 North, if you've been on it, it's hundreds of miles of straight, perfect black highway yeah, yeah. in the middle of nowhere. After midnight, I was really one of the only cars on there. I had that thing fucking opened up. <laughs> wow. But as the cop explained, I, like only, I was only a danger to myself, but that should be enough to make me... And know, the guys who have to scrape your skull off of the road, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so, you know, but he was all like, uh, he said, are you in a hurry to get someplace? Is that why you're driving around like such an asshole? And I said, no, I was just being an asshole. And he said, well, in that case, could I trouble you for a photo and an autograph? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I don't see why not. And I got out of the car and he came back with his ticket book and his hands were trembling, you know. That's right. Now. And uh, he put the ticket book down on the, on the hood of, of his car and he said, uh, okay, just write something funny. Which I fucking hate because, you know, the, now there's a lot of pressure on you to nail something there. So w- when people say that to me, I always, I literally write the words something funny. <laughs> and then I sign my name and he looks at it and he goes, that's not funny. <laughs> and I said, well, that's all I got. And he said, uh, he's like, all right, I'll tell you what, just write something dirty instead. So, so I wrote something dirty instead. And I signed my name a second time and he looked at it and he's definitely getting irritated. He's like, look, I want to show this to the guys back at the station. Just write the dirtiest thing you can think of on that piece of paper right there. And I said, the dirtiest thing I can think of? He's like, the dirtiest thing on the fucking whole planet. So I wrote, your mother's pussy. (laughs) He didn't like that at all. Anyway, he got a good picture out of it. Yeah, we, we took we took a little yeah. selfie. And was everything. he gentle at least after that? <laughs> well, he actually arrested me, and then uh, <laughs> yeah. what he did, he's like, "You're under arrest," and I was like, uh, "I thought he was joking," and he's like, "I'm serious. Uh, you're under arrest," and I said, "What did I what did I do?" And he said, "I let you out of a, a 120 mile an hour speeding ticket, and you repay me by insulting my mom's genitalia. Put your hands up on the fucking car. I'm bringing you in," and I started freaking out. And uh, I was like, oh, my God, there's got to be something we can do. I'm so, so sorry, officer. And he's like, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Pretty good. Corrupt. Anyway, get it a jail free cards. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Let's talk uh, freaks and geeks. You guys want to talk freaks and geeks? Yeah. Let's talk freaks and geeks. 
All right. Um, uh, you were Neil Schweiber. <laughs> yes. And Freaks and Geeks. 18 episodes. I always think it's like way more than that. Yeah. There's only 18 episodes. And it only sucks 18? that it's only 18 episodes. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted more than that. Yeah. Where about Jews? Right? All right. Um, how did you get that part? Did you audition for it, or was it? Did they know? They saw my work or? in Club Dread. Is that right? And then they built a time machine. <laughs> mm, yeah, I know. It's was, it was pretty. Uh, yes. No, I, re- I auditioned for it in uh, New York. Okay. Do they do like? Uh, uh, was it for Apatow? Who did you audition for? Uh, well, Paul, first I or? read for the casting director, and then okay. they brought me back in to read for Paul Feig, the writer. Yeah. And then I came in one last time to read for Judd Apatow and Jake Hasden, the director. And do they do uh, like an improv-y type thing, or was it straight up, straight up an audition? Uh, it was just pretty straight audition. We they didn't really start with the improvising stuff until like we were already on set. Okay. Uh, uh, you know they didn't want to like freak us out. Sure. Sure. Um, but I did. I did one audition for him one time, and it was like straight improv. Yeah, and I w- I was not prepared for that. Was it for a feature? Yeah. Yeah. Well, now you, have, movie, if you yeah. have to know that now yeah. for features. That's yeah. all he does. That's all improv. they do. Yeah. No script. No. I went in and did like a fifteen-minute improvised audition for Superbad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And did not get it. Okay. All right. But the audition was awesome. Though. The audition was awesome. And that tape exists somewhere. It's me and Rogan and Bill Hader doing fifteen minutes of improv. Okay. That's awesome. I want to see it. But you got Freaks and Geeks, though. I did. So I your did. audition must have been great. It was all right. <laughs> it was all right. It wasn't, it wasn't great. But Judd didn't like my audition. Paul Feig did. Oh, okay. So uh, that, I have him to thank for like pushing for me. Okay. And what a great cast. I mean, what the hell? I mean, yeah, cast seriously. Together, Franco and Rogan. Franco, and Rogan, and... Siegel, Cardellini, Busy Phillips, Martin yeah. Starr, Johnny Daly. Uh, in fact, the show does have one Emmy for Best Casting. Oh, is that right? Feather in my cap. There you go. Uh, yeah, Allison Jones, our casting director. Has oh, Allison Jones. Great. I love AJ. She's, She's great. great. She's yeah. the best. Um, yeah, I actually remember... Uh, I actually remember you from well before Club Dread because uh, NBC... We had written a, a pilot for NBC based on our, our first movie, Puddle Cruiser. And, uh, love that movie. Which is a college movie. Thank you, Sam. I really do. I'm not, I'm not... If you guys haven't seen Puddle Cruiser, it is on DVD. Find it, watch it, love it. Yeah, it's good. But uh, so we sold it to NBC and and turned it into a TV pilot, and uh, it was the last. As I as I remember, it was the last show that they decided not to put on the air. Oh, and so uh, they actually invited us to the upfronts, and the upfronts are where they uh, basically unveil all the new shows that are going to be out that year. And we, I guess, we were the only show ever rejected. Uh, the only people ever j- rejected by a network to be invited to the upfronts <laughs> because they wanted to do a new show with us. Like they, they right. offered us a deal. To they were being nice. Else. They yeah. invited us to the party. Wow. Even though they said fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then, so I'm looking at the list of all the new shows and like freaks and geeks, and all of a sudden I see fucking Sam Levine and John Daly. Right. Like a much younger Sam. Oh, uh, you guys are like 16, 16 years old. Yeah, I was seventeen. He was fourteen. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. The there. two of you walking through that thing with. Fucking cocktails, like walking around. Oh, so you're talking about the party at the spy bar? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah where yeah. the cores played. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yes, the cores. They the, absolutely yeah, played. Yeah. That yeah. was a uh, girl that band, was the, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Scott Sasso, was the then president. Scott Sasso. He was yeah. a big yeah, yeah. fan of the cores and yeah. insisted they play the after party. And yeah. so this little shit guy was walking around with a fucking drink and yeah. he got the show and you didn't. Is that yeah, what you're I was to say? jealous. I was jealous. Fucking uh, look bastard. At this fucking guy. For the record, I, I, I was not drinking alcohol. Oh, you weren't with no. Cranberry juice? New York City. No, it's probably a ginger ale or something. I didn't start drinking until I was in my 20s. Okay. Woo, and then when he did, look the fuck out. Seriously. <laughs> That's what Amy I Schumer get fucking... blackout drunk. Do you guys want to hear uh, yes. a quick Inglorious Bastards? Well, we're Quentin getting Tarantino. To that. Yeah, yeah, I want to come to that. Because oh, I don't know if... 
because I want to make sure that you guys know this story. I, I want to hear that. I mean, like that was that was one of the next things. Because it's Sam, not about me; it's about you guys. I know. But I got one question Sam, before we do that. Here's the thing you have to know about Kevin Heffernan. Yeah. This list that's been made up. If you fucking yeah. veer off of it, son of a bitch, <laughs> you're gonna son feel the heat. All right. I just want to make sure that you knew I had it ready to go. Uh, uh, let me. I had one question for you about freaks and geeks. Yes. Did you ever cock block James Franco? <laughs> Uh, no one can cock block James. Oh yeah, the man is uncockblockable. That's what I wanted to hear. Okay, who's okay. the network executive who totally oh. blew it and pulled the plug on oh. a show that was incredible? And if it given more time, would have been a twelve season in, run. Yeah. Thing. In most cases, you go, ah, oh, it wasn't one guy; it was like a whole thing. But in this case, it was one man named Garth and Sear. Okay, uh, I remember Garth and Sear. Twitter handle, yeah. Uh, who you are? You are correct, Abu. He he he's the guy who made the WB famous. In like two years earlier, 97, 98, he gave them Dawson's Creek and Felicity and all that stuff. And then NBC Singing was like, Frog the WB. Yeah. 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 And so, uh, so they were like, NBC was like, we got to get this guy. He's young, he's hot, he's got good ideas. So they bring Garth Ansier over to NBC. So he was not, he was there, they brought him in between picking the show up that May and putting it on the air that fall. And Garth went to private school. He went to, like, a boarding school. So when the other executives are howling at, like, high school, public high school life, Garth's going, I don't, I don't get it. Where are the blazers? I just, I just don't get it. Yeah. And everyone's trying to explain it to me. He's like, yeah, I don't know. You know that show that I really like? Titans. Yeah. Let's put Titans on the air six nights a week. Titans was the most god-awful... I don't remember Soap it. opera. Nobody remembers it. Okay. Casper Van Dien from Starship Troopers okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, was the yeah, lead of yeah. this show. Okay. So he wanted shows like Titans and 21, which they brought back with Maury Povich for a minute and a half. Right. He wanted that on every night of the week and just he didn't get the show. He didn't care about the show. So that's why we got pulled on the ske- pulled off the schedule and then they'd put us on one week and then off for three weeks and then they changed the nights without telling people. Yeah. So... There you go. But he and I have made up uh, in that he no longer uh, works in television. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You guys got it right together. Okay. Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Inglorious Bastards. Okay. So we shot Inglorious Bastards uh, over, I think they shot it almost over five full months yeah. in Berlin. Yes. And Quentin Tarantino is crazy about movies. Crazy. Like, you think, you're like, ah, he likes movies. No, 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 no. It's a religion to him. And very important to him is when he's shooting anything, one night a week, they rap early so that he can do movie night. Right. For the whole cast for and crew. For the whole cast and crew. Right. And so he'll rent out movie theaters so that the whole cast and crew can go watch whatever movie Quentin wants to screen that week. Yeah. So one week we watched this great uh, uh, movie called Rolling Thunder. Yeah. Okay, uh, with yeah. William Devane and Tommy Lee Jones. Great grindhouse movie. Uh, another one we watched, uh, I, I think it's called Five Fingers with, um, uh, oh, God, I can't remember the actor's name. An older movie, older black and white movie about a counterfeiter. Awesome. Uh, and then we watched The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, his favorite movie of all time one week. And then he's like, all right, I got a special treat for you guys this Thursday. My fucking favorite comedy of the last decade. I had to call in so many favors to get a print of this thing overnighted from L.A., but tonight we are watching Beer Fest. (laughs) I was like, 
fucking sweet. Yeah. <laughs> well, as uh, the the word got to us about that screening, yeah. and then something they called up Chandra Sekar. Said, "Yeah, can we have a print? Yeah, fuck yeah, it. yeah. yeah. okay, yeah." yeah. Uh, but something we found out, which uh, to me is, I think probably my favorite uh, little bit of Quentin Tarantino. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, thank you, thank, thank you. you. Can we have Let's two waters it. for thank these? You. Yeah. Was that uh, there's I, what I think is I mean so many scenes in Inglorious Bastards are just like the best scenes ever you know from the opening scene to the scene I want to talk about which is that the downstairs bar scene with uh, um, with Diane Krug the and Mexican standoff the Mexican yeah. standoff scene mm-hmm. and uh, so the SS guy is drinking beer out of a boot yep uh, like one of the DOS boots from Beer Fest and what we found out was that Tarantino was such a fan of beer fest that he just he put the glass boot in that scene out of homage to 100% correct to yes. that which was the coolest thing I've ever fucking heard yeah that's great yeah. And, but we had, we had heard also that he was a huge fan of Club Dread yeah yeah and, uh, and so we, we looked and watched every person from Club Dread get cast into one of his movies <laughs> except for us <laughs> He right? figured you guys were fine. You'd create your own work. Well, I mean, we you assumed, know. though, after Beer Fest, right? Yeah. Well, because after Beer Fest, I mean, we've, we've met uh, Tarantino a few times and hung out with Name him. Name dropper. After Beer yeah, Fest, no. movie asshole, in the jacuzzi with QT. <laughs> uh, he, w- he was like, okay, Steve, first of all, I just have to say, like, Beer Fest is fucking awesome, all right? And your version of He would not appreciate this. <laughs> Your version of Finkelstein was legendary, okay? And if I ever make a movie about Jewish people, you are going to be my guy, all right? Okay, so I don't know how many of you have seen Inglorious Bastards, but I'm not in that fucking movie. I think, Sammy you got your part. I'm really sorry, like, buddy. I feel like you're playing the part that I should, have, I should have had. Oh, so then did you want all of your footage to get cut out as well? Oh, is that? <laughs> oh, yeah. I shot for three months. Yeah. I thought you were originally yeah. cast as the uh, the Bear Jew, though. Weren't you that? I actually originally first? read for the Bear Did you really? Jew. Yeah, he had, he had a bunch of factors read for a bunch of different places. But that, that's also great, too, is like I've read for him before, and that's a fucking trip. It's man. wild. It's so wild. Quentin Tarantino. How was your audition? What, it, like, what happened? What? I mean, just to, for those who have never been in an audition, what happens is, like, the director sometimes, or the writer, will, like, sit in the back of the room, and then the casting director will usually have an assistant. And the assistant is who you'll actually be reading your lines with. And then, like, the casting director might be working the camera. So that's 99.9% of auditions. You go to read for Quentin Tarantino, there's a, uh, a, a camera on a tripod in the corner, casting director sitting right there, and then Quentin reads the scene with you. But he doesn't read the scene no, with you. No, he just doesn't look at his size. And he yeah. knows her. He's he like, we'll go off, off his, book. top of his head. We'll yeah. do whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's totally memorized him. So if you're not off book, God help you. Yeah. And, uh, and he gets intense, and he, like, works the room. And he's, like, pulling me into one corner. we got to do this. And then, oh, we go back over here. And it's, it's a workout. It is an As actor an actor, workout. though, it's, like, a, it's an awesome audition to have. Because, oh, like, yeah. I went in. He had the audition. I, I auditioned for Death Proof. And he had, uh, he had it in his house. Water right? And so he has a theater in his house. And he invite, yeah. that's where he was doing the auditions. And I got there, and he was in. Like, there was a whole line of, like, well-known actors sitting in his living room. And he's uh, you go into his uh, theater, and he's in his pajamas and a bathrobe. Yep. And uh, or like shorts and a bathrobe, and yeah, just like that. Like there's no script. Like he just does the scene with you because he knows it himself perfectly. Yeah. And you just do the scene with him, and he's way better than you are, and he's 
way more into it than you are, even though you're fucking auditioning. And it's never like that in any audition, which is why it's amazing to go it is amazing. audition you, for the guys, guys. if you ever have the chance to audition for Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> it's a real don't, treat. It's don't a real say you're treat. offer only. Go in. So, wait a minute. So, you were going to be Kurt Russell in Death Proof? Yeah, why not? Yeah, Stuntman Mike. Yeah. Tom, which part were you going to play? Uh, I think it was ultimately the part that uh, John Lochran played. John Lochran is... Uh, you know, in a bunch of Adam Sandler movies, he's got like oh, he's the yeah, big yeah, guy yeah, with the, like, yeah. the, like yeah. the weird eye or whatever. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, the, he's the, the guy, guy who gets his lip bit off in uh, Kill Bill. Yeah, in yeah. Kill Bill. Yeah, so and he's he's, yeah. he's the owner of the sports car that the girls take right to go for right. that to do the right. sale master, yeah. whatever the stunt is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess he had a better audition than I did. Yeah, yeah, but well, you know, he he had well, a he's great guy. Was, he's, Quentin loves the same. I know he's and he's a great guy. There are a lot of funny. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sound like another Hollywood asshole again. For, but now I'm starting to get into it. Okay. Uh, we actually heard a funny story from Adam Sandler about Quentin Tarantino. They were on like a private flight together. And Tarantino had just written the script for, uh, for Jackie Brown. And Tarantino was like, hey, uh, do you guys uh, want to read uh, my script for Jackie Brown? And everyone was, this is after Pulp Fiction had come out, and everyone was like, oh, fucking absolutely. You know, because these things were top secret. And he's like, all right, great, I'm going to read it to you. <laughs> and then, uh, in Sandler's words, he said, literally, Quentin Tarantino opened the script, and it was like, we, we open on the Miramax card, and then we fade in, and it's New York City. And literally, he said, Quentin Tarantino read them the entire script from start to finish, and everybody was like, are you fucking serious? Like, the entire flight was him reading the script to him. I don't know why I think that story's funny. I would have dug that. <laughs> no, just, you know, obviously, I've, I only rent movies. I, uh, <laughs> I do have Netflix, so let me tell you about my Hollywood experience. Yeah. No, what, uh, what's cool about and Inglorious Bastards is one of my favorite movies of all time. Fantastic it's, movie. Uh, the, the, what I love about a, a lot of Tarantino's work is there, it, every scene stands alone, yet it all adds up together. Yes. What's awesome is in the very last scene in Inglorious Bastards, he looks directly into the camera yeah. and says, yeah. this is my, my masterpiece. masterpiece. Yeah, that's yeah. not a mistake. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, yeah, obviously, yeah. no, but that's yeah. very, very cool. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. cool. I, I actually, for me, uh, Inglorious Bastards is, uh, is Tarantino's best movie. I, 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 no, I know. Because I'm, of Sam Levine. I completely unbiasedly agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, let me ask this. Did you ever cock block Brad Pitt? <laughs> okay, there was this one time. <laughs> When he and Angelina were hanging at their <laughs> villa that they rented in Germany, sure. and, I was, and like they invited me over for lunch, and I just would Boom. not leave. And you jumped in. You, you, <laughs> I would jump in that three way. Fuck yeah. it, I would jump in that three way. Why not? And, and uh, fuck you it, know, yeah. he, had, he was like rubbing her shoulder and stuff. Yeah. And I'd be like, Hey, can we play more Xbox One? Yeah, hey, yeah. Mr. And Mrs. Smith, Which didn't exist yet. I don't <laughs> think. Um, yeah, no. Uh, also, uncockblockable. I guess Brad Pitt. so. I guess there's, so. There's no what, way. I know. You could. What uh, what stuff was cut out? Like what what's in that movie? What um, should be in that movie? Well, what's your greatest moment? That's not my in the greatest movie? moment. That's not in the movie is a split second of it is in the trailer. Okay. So if you watch the trailer, which is still available online, which I love because I remember we saw the trailer and we saw. Is that Sammy Levine yeah, shooting a machine right. gun? That's goddamn right it Sam is. Sam Levine shooting a machine gun was the greatest fucking vision well, okay. ever. Because it, we had built up to that, too, because we were like, wait, Sam Levine is in fucking Quentin Tarantino and Glorious Bastards? Yeah. Like, holy shit. And then we saw you with, like, a giant howitzer. Giant, yeah. it's, yeah. it's, it's an MG42, which, those of you who know guns, and I'm assuming there's not many of you, that is a gun that is meant to be laid down on a field and fired across a great distance. This is a heavy fucking gun. And so Quentin's like, no, man, I want, I want to like rig it up so you can run with it. 
I'm like, all right, so I can hold it with both hands. He's like, no, you got to have one hand free to feed the ammo belt in. <laughs> I'm like, you know I'm not a big guy, right? Like, I'll give it my best shot, but we may be fighting physics here. And, uh, and so they rig this thing up with, like, a crude leather strap, and I'm holding this gun, this real gun. It weighs, like, 75 pounds, and all of it, the weight is in the front. So, like, it's taken everything I have to hold this gun, and I have to hold it from the handle, and then I have to have my left hand free to feed the 100-round ammo belt in, which jams about every eight rounds. And so I don't just have to hold it and, like, fire it. I have to hold it, fire it, and run full speed ahead and scream a blood-curdling murderous scream at the top of my lungs. And we did that... Uh, from two different angles. The first angle is uh, like side view, like running parallel to me. And then the second one, which was my absolute favorite shot I've ever got to do, was they had this long track and the camera was right in front of me. And so I'm running at the camera. And so there's a dude pulling the camera back. So I'm running and screaming directly at the camera. Like if he'd have fallen, someone would have died. <laughs> and, uh, and so we shoot this amazing shot. It takes everything out of me, but I knew it looked great. And then we ran out of time yeah. for Quentin to shoot the reverse of that shot, which was a bunch of, a bunch of uh, Nazi guards getting blown to shit. Right. And so that's for this Stiglitz prison break scene. Okay. was what we shot that for. So, and so as a result of not getting the reverse, it didn't get into as the... As a result, yeah, he had nothing to cut to other than me running. So you can see that shot for a split second in the trailer, but it is not in the movie. You should get that shit to put on your reel, though, I bro. fucking would love to. Send it to your old girlfriend. Yeah. Well, like... <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, Matt, like, what is that like? I mean, you've auditioned for a lot of things. You've, got, you've been in a lot of great stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that when you were reading for Inglorious Bastards, yes, you really wanted that part. Yes, I did. Okay, Steve. so walk us through how how do you find out that you've gotten the part? Oh, it was great. So I went in and I read for Quentin. We have our one on one session where like I'm reading. It takes like I'm in there for a half hour, and I thought it went great. And then I call my my mom. I call my manager. Like eh, it went really really well. Like, I don't know. I don't hear for two weeks. Okay, I hear nothing. I'm like, well, that's that. At least I have the cool story about reading with Quentin. And then I was actually so uh, miserable, I flew to Chicago so I could see some Cubs games. Because I'm a, a diehard Cubs fan. You are? And, uh, yes, sir. Damon Bruce. That, that going to see the Cubs always makes you feel like a winner. That's well, this is 2008. <laughs> this, is, this is 2008, guys. This is the year I was certain they were going to win the World Series. Uh, and go ahead, look at the record. They won the division. They were a great team in 2008. So they're, they're the best. I go to I go to Chicago, <laughs> uh, and I'm walking to Wrigley, and my phone rings, and it's like, "Hey, they're going to offer you one of these parts." Right. So I go, oh my god! Wait, which one? And my manager's like, "They don't know yet." Quentin knows he wants to make you one of the bastards. He just hasn't figured out which one. Right. So. Uh, I guess it has to do with, like, who else he's able to get, but we'll hopefully know in a day or so. Takes another fucking week <laughs> to find out I'm going to be Hirschberg, which was a role I didn't actually read for right. when I auditioned for Quentin. I read for Udovich and uh, the Bear Jew. The Bear Jew. Right. I'd like to see you swing that baseball bat, the yeah. Bear Jew. Yeah, right. me too. 
Now, there's a Donowitz scene that I read in the audition with him that they shot, that Eli Roth shot, yeah. with Cloris Leachman. Well, we heard that, too. Not in the movie. Because of Beer Fest. Oh, yeah. Boom. There you go. You there you go. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Cloris Leachman's Beer Fest. Uh, and he's sitting... Quentin is sitting on, like, I'm going to say two hours of Bastards footage that I know at some point he wants to try He'll to put make it out a prequel there. to. Okay. Which has always been easy because he has this whole other story. At one point, Bastards was a, I think it was going to be a five part miniseries, <laughs> a 10 hour miniseries. Right. Uh, in script form. Right. And then he was like, ah, I can probably do it in one movie. And then sure. cut out like 600 pages. Right. So he's got in his mind all this, this uh, prequel stuff where it's like Aldo Rain and, and Donnie Donowitz fighting their way up through Italy and like assembling the bastards. I like to see and like that. the last thing you see is that scene where he's got us all lined up with Aldo Rain telling us what our job is in Germany. Like I'd that. see that right, right in Italy. France. Here's what's kind of cool, and I want to thank you. It, it, I have now met two people from Inglorious Bastards. You yeah. and uh, um, BJ Novak. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. great. Well, he had yeah, he, who's you know also a bastard. And everything. Yes. yes, yeah, he's also a bastard. I've met two of the bastards. Yeah, yeah, two I'm bastards. Not, yeah, I'm like yeah, boom. Seven degrees of bastards. I know. Perfect. Um, did you like his Quentin Tarantino imitation? It was it was spot on. But don't do it around around Quentin. He would be happy with that. Like that. Let's do let's do some. You guys want to see some impressions? Oh wait. Yeah, do you do you do impressions? I do a few. I do some really I do some really old ones. Oh, shit. I do What the <laughs> fuck was that? Hey. <laughs> Apparently those scare her. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit, he's going old school. He's going to do a motherfucking Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> yes, I am. The old impressions just yes, about am. to get crazy up in this motherfucker. Cuz Lemmy's a good right. impression guy also. Like I'm not necessarily a good one. Damon, I don't know. You an impression guy? I'm not, so... No, okay. I, I've got a, I, I got a couple mimics. I can okay. mimic a couple okay. people okay. more than okay. it is an impression. Okay. Okay. Because you... Lemmy and Sam... What? Well, my, my impressions are bad. Oh. Right. But they're okay. Well, mine aren't great. I'm not, like, not going to go touring with them. I have, okay. one, I have one good impression. What's yours? Uh, Jim Harbaugh. Okay. <laughs> uh, ask me if... Um, t- or tell me... Uh, uh, like, you're my waiter and you're out of the Chardonnay. Go. Uh... uh I'm terribly sorry, sir, but we're actually out of the Chardonnay. God damn it! What the fuck? Shit! That's my Jim Harbaugh. You I think need to throw really a red flag thank and you. it's perfect. Thank you. Thank I you think that's much. really good. Definitely thank worthy you. of applause. Well done. I, thank you. I think that's right. really good. Thanks, man. That's really good. Okay. You should do your Joe Pesci impersonation. I don't have one. What do you guys got? What do you got? I'll do... Just to let you know the level of, uh, of, of impressions we're dealing with here. This is my impression of, uh, of Vinnie Barbarino. Remember Welcome Back, Cotter? <laughs> oh, Does good. anyone so remember Welcome Back, Cotter? This is, this, well, this is a little appetizer one. This, this is okay. my, just to let you know how bad I am. Uh, this is my impression of uh, Vinnie Barbarino when he's uh, really thirsty and wants a drink of water, okay? <laughs> ooh, 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 Mr. Cotter, Mr. Cotter, I'm uh, dehydrated. <laughs> Fucking good. Very nice. See? Very nice. That's very good. Uh, the, the crowd liked that. When one. I moved to when I moved to L.A. in the late '90s, um, they would sell, and they still do today. Star maps to the stars' homes, and I never bought one. All right, who keeps oh, saying shit. oh shit? In the oh back? shit! Is that my mom? What the fuck? Oh and, um, shit! Star maps. Oh shit! So, this is a star maps imitation. I've seen and, this one. And so I bought one once, 
And it, it, it did not lie. It was maps to the stars' homes, but it was maps to the stars of yesteryear's homes. And he was still alive then, and Jimmy Stewart was on, on the star map. And I was like, I bet if we went to Jimmy Stewart's house, he would be thrilled to see us. Oh, uh, welcome. Uh, come on in. Uh, the wife just made some cookies. Uh, oh, you have to go so soon. Uh, well, we can do seeds from It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, well, come again. There you go. That's a very good one. I'm so happy all three comedians went before me. <laughs> That's by design, David. You don't have. We can jump no, over no, to the no, no, no. Well, okay, you got the, the only thing I got, and uh, rem- do you remember how funny and cutting edge the Jerky Boy tapes were in like yes. 19, yes. Yes. 1991 yeah. or whatever it was? Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I loved the the guy who would do you know. Well, my shoes and my glasses, so I have them. That guy. <laughs> and that guy now is the voice of like Mort Goldman on The Family Guy. Oh, he is? The same guy. The, guy, same guy, the, the, the jerky boy okay, okay. is, uh, you know, uh, Mort Goldman. But there is a, uh, and I'm not going to use his name. He's too old. He doesn't even know how to podcast. But there's a terrible media member here in the Bay Area who goes to Jim Harbaugh press conferences and asks the stupidest questions. <laughs> and he sounds... Excuse me, Jim. I got a question for you. On third down, any regrets? And that, 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 that's all I got. That's all. I got. And, what, and does Harbaugh get fucking pissed when that guy talks to him? Or what? No, but what was amazing at the end of the year press conference, Harbaugh decided to have a nice moment, and he's like, "I just want to say thank you very much to all the media. You know, I really appreciate. It. I felt like you know, even though you have a job to do, you're not homers. You weren't divisive. You never tried to tear the locker room apart, and I appreciate." It. This guy interrupts. Well, excuse me, Jim. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that you yourself have improved as a human. It's like, shut up. Just shut up. You're getting a compliment from Jim Harbaugh. Let it wash over you. Yeah, let it it go. Let it go, buddy. Who was the... Just this week I was reading about... uh, Somebody at Media Day asking one of the Broncos players if he thought the Super Bowl was a must-win game. That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. I'll tell you what the single su- the, the single greatest media day question ever asked because it was asked seriously. Do you remember old Redskins quarterback Doug Williams? Sure. Doug Williams is an African American gentleman, and the question was, and the reporter meant it. Doug, how long have you been a black quarterback? <laughs> Swear to God, true story. What's the stupidest question you've ever asked? (laughs) Can I come on the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Sam, you have another impression? Uh, Yeah, I do like a... uh, It's not a great one, but I like to do Vin Scully. Okay. Do you guys know Vin Scully? Sure. The voice of the Dodgers. Voice of the Dodgers. Now, uh, he holds a couple of records, and one of them is very impressive. Uh, which is he's the only person connected to the Dodgers who was still with the Dodgers when they played in New York. Right. When they were the Brooklyn Dodgers. That shit's so, old school. That shit is old school. Right. He's Another like the New longest York team for tenured broadcaster, so he's a legend. But I actually live in L.A., and I watch these games sometimes, and what Vince Scully will do, he broadcasts alone in the booth. He doesn't have a color man. So it's just him talking, and he will launch into these stories... <laughs> That are so ancient and act like it's nothing. Well, it's a great day. Time for Dodger baseball. 
Okay, there's the wind-up, and he swings like a young Satchel Page. <laughs> I used to babysit for Satchel Page around the aught six era, and I gotta tell you, back then he could throw his meatballs at me like he was trying to swing one all the way out to center field, strike three. Next up is a Ramis Ramirez. Looks like he comes from... Somewhere in South America, I don't know. Anyway, reminds me of an old ball player named Dutch Clock who played for the Duluth Eskimos around 1924. Dutch Clock had one of those arms that would scare the pants off of you. You didn't want to get into a fight with him, and that's the inning. It's, it's unreal. That's fucking great. Listening to Scully call the game. That's great. That's Thank nice. You. That's nice. Thank you. Yours, I mean, your, your impressions are involved. Mine are like, you know, one-offs, like one-liners. I'll do a, this is my impression of uh, Robert De Niro on the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> just preface it by saying it's somewhat visual for our podcast listeners. Oh, we're just going to cut it out of the podcast. Oh, okay. okay. So this is for you guys only. Here we go. Okay. There's a lot of monkeys around here. <laughs> That's a good one. Don't, don't say the M word around a bunch of apes, all right, That's man? That's a good one. That's, That's not a cool. good one. That's not cool. And also, while we're at it, since we're in the arena, I'm just going to have to put out one of my biggest pet peeves. The difference between the word impression and impersonation. Because oh. for some reason, they're interchangeable in most people's minds. In my mind, it is. But they are two very different words. And Same I fucking why. thing. Okay. And I will illustrate exactly All right, tell why. What's the difference? When you are doing an impersonation of someone, it is a full act. No one goes to see an Elvis impressionist in Vegas. Mm-hmm. They want to see a goddamn Elvis impersonator. They want the suit. They want the guy walking, talking like he's Elvis all the time. From the minute the curtain goes up to the minute the, the oh, curtain shit. closes. <laughs> Where's the oh shit person? If you're doing a fucking impression, that's a comedian on stage like Danny Gans doing Johnny Carson or, or Ed McMahon. <laughs> that's a fucking impression. It takes eight seconds okay. and there's nothing else involved. And here's the easiest way to remember it. No one ever, ever, ever goes to jail for doing an impression of a police officer. But if you impersonate one, that's a fucking felony. Very good. Very good. Okay. Okay. Good Good to know. Good to know. There you go. Let's go out with. Let's go out with one. La- what do you got? Who's, anybody want to do last impression before we go out here? I have. A, I'm, I've been working on a new one. Okay. I'm go. Ving Rhames. <laughs> okay. Okay. Everyone knows Ving Rhames. Is? Ving Rhames. Is? Pulp Fiction. Okay. So I mean, this is this is in progress here, but I'm, I'm giving it a whirl with you guys. Uh, um, oh, wait, hold on. Let me just find it down here. <laughs> uh, um, go get some lead pipe swinging motherfuckers and we're going to get medieval on them. <laughs> Pretty good. Is that an impression or an impersonation? That was, I could impersonate him, but that was, <laughs> that was borderline sling blade. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I'll allow it since it's raw. You said it was a work in progress. Well, really what I want to do is an impression of Ving Rhames and, uh, and Reba McIntyre having sex. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to see that. Let's see that. Where she's like, oh, shit. Uh, oh shit, Ving! Just give me some of that sweet love you got. Is it okay? Okay, Reba. Let's. <laughs> and then she's she's like, oh, I want to shit on your face. <laughs> Say what, Reba? I want I want to shit on your face. <laughs> you want to do what? <laughs> but really, she's saying sit on your face. You get the gist, okay? 
<laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Next time, through, on it. next time through San Francisco, I'm going to drill that Let me tell you, the, the Reba McIntyre stuff's going to kill in the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> there. Good shit. Oh, yeah. Good shit. People you out here Googling Reba McIntyre. You got these shows in Tulsa that is going to destroy. All right, Sam, you got one last one before we get out of here? Um... I I mean it's hard because I work with Kevin Pollock all the time. And okay, he does like the he's like a, he's like the man, right? The man with him, like his. He's the best. Is... He does great impersonations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, but uh, I I only do like one sound as Chris Walken. Okay. Hey. <laughs> wow. That's it. Okay, That's great. there you go. All right, let's go out on that. Um, hey. Thank you. We're going to chew on the way out, but I want to thank you yeah. guys for coming. Darren Bruce, thank you for coming thank down. Thank you so here, much man. for having me. Thank you very much. Sammy Levine, thank, thank you, you for coming. Much. All right, thank everyone has to chew. Let's chew on the way out. Okay, mm-hmm. let's chew it out of here. Mm-hmm. You guys chew. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Thank you, guys. Thanks for coming down. Thanks a lot. Thank, thank you. you. Good. Now leaving Nerdist.com.